Welcome to Hopecast, the podcast at making suicide a part of the everyday conversation. My name is Lauren and I'm the host of Hopecast. And my name is Emma and I'm a Hopeline UK manager based in Cardiff. How long have you been a manager for Hopeline for now, Emma? So I have worked on Hopeline UK for just under one year and my work involves overseeing our Hopeline services. So that includes our National Suicide Prevention Helpline where we support people via phone, text, email and also our web chat service. And it's really fitting having you here on this month's episode, Emma, as it's a Hopeline UK episode. Oh, thanks, Lauren. I'm really looking forward to talking about the work that we do on Hopeline UK and dispelling any misconceptions that some people might have about contacting our service. There's so many things people don't realise about Hopeline UK, such as if you ring Hopeline UK, it doesn't actually appear on your phone bill. That's right. A lot of people don't realise this, and it really helps to put your mind at ease before ringing Hopeline, especially in the scenario where it's a young person whose parents or guardian might be the bill payer, and they might not want them to know that they've contacted us. That's a really good point, Emma. It can be scary talking about suicide with someone close to you, and by speaking about it to a trained advisor at Hopeline, it can really help you navigate how you start a safe conversation with someone you care about after the call. Even if you're a concerned other worried about a young person who you think might be thinking about suicide, it helps to start that safe conversation and plan the next steps to help them get the support that they might need. And Hopeline can help you in so many different ways and people contact Hopeline for a range of different reasons as well. It really can. Hopeline advisors want to work with you to understand why thoughts of suicide might be present and why people might think that that's an option for them at that time. They also want to provide a safe space to talk through anything that might be happening in their life that could be impacting on someone's thoughts and ability to stay safe from suicide. For children and young people under the age of 35 who are experiencing thoughts of suicide, they can ring our Hopeline or for anyone who is concerned that a young person might be thinking about suicide. All the advisors are trained to help you focus focus on staying safe for now and their training enables them to provide advice and support that might help people to move forward in their life and ultimately to stay alive. And that's why Chloe is going to be a brilliant guest so she's a Hopeline UK advisor and she's also a young person and she's so passionate about supporting people and um, really passionate about making those calls and helping people on the line. Absolutely, she is. It's brilliant working with Chloe in such a supportive and positive environment where everyone shares the same goals and everyone works together in order to keep people safe from suicide. Chloe's really dedicated to her role and provides the best support possible to people accessing our helpline. Each advisor brings their own personal experience and knowledge to the team and we all share some of those experiences and we're constantly learning from one another. There are lots of myths that surround suicide and the aim of this section is to dispel some of these myths. In this segment of Hopecast, we try to eliminate these common misconceptions. Today's myth is one that lots of people get confused with and wonder how they can do more to support someone they're concerned about. Suicide is a crime in the UK. This is absolutely a myth. Suicide hasn't been a crime in the United Kingdom since 1961, but even though it's been decriminalised, it still carries that shame and stigma because of this, especially through generations. Young people are often scared to talk to their families sometimes about this because of the taboo suicide carries. I completely agree, Emma. It's like the term committed suicide rather than saying it's taking their own life. Using language like committed, it instigates suicide is still a crime and it's shameful. You're absolutely right. And it's really important that we're very careful about the language that we use on Hopeline and also about educating other people about the language around suicide that they're using, because there is still that stigma. And really, we need to come away from that and have more open conversations. 
It does. And by making it more open, it takes that shame away and it, t- it opens that door for people accessing support. Absolutely. And we know it's really hard to talk about suicide and to use the word suicide. And that's why we have those open and honest conversations with people on Hopeline and encourage others as well to use that kind of language and terminology. So welcome to Hopecast, Chloe. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So I'm Chloe. I'm a suicide prevention advisor at Hopeline UK. I've been in the role now for about seven months. Um, and as an advisor, my role is to support people coming through to Hopeline UK. So this might look like contacts coming through to our phone service. They may text or email in as well. And we also have a web chat service. And there's lots of different options for people to contact Hopeline. Like you say, I think a lot of people assume it's just it's just a phone service, but actually there's all different options for people to get in touch if they need it. Yeah, absolutely. You can call, you can text, you can email, um, and you can also use our web chat, which is brilliant that we've got those multi-channel communications for young people to contact us. So Chloe, you've been in the role for seven months, so you're still um, fairly new, which is really exciting, and you, you you sound like you're absolutely enjoying it and you're thriving in it. But there, are, do you think there are a lot of misconceptions when it comes to contacting Hopeline? Some people might be quite have that association with Hopeline, they might be hesitant to get in touch. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the biggest misconceptions around Hopeline is that it's not a free service and you've actually got to pay for it. Um, that's not true. Um, it's actually a free service that you can call. Um, and I think that a lot of people might be a bit wary that we can maybe see their number when they, when we call as well, but we're a confidential service, so we can't see their number when they're contacting us unless they were to share that information with us. We, we wouldn't know that. And do you find that yourself, Emma, as a Hopeline manager, you find that there's a lot of misconceptions, maybe somebody external um, who might have thoughts of suicide, they might be concerned of, but there are a lot of misconceptions about contacting Hopeline. Yeah, there are. Um, There's also a misconception that people think that they need to be at crisis point to call Hopeline, but our aim is to support people to feel suicide safe for a time that feels manageable for them, and that might not look like in a crisis at that time it's always best to try and contact us before you feel completely overwhelmed with your thoughts to die because this would help both you and the advisor focus on what's important to help overcome these thoughts but if you did contact us in a crisis then we would try and work with you in order that you feel safe and that you're able to stay safe or reach out for further support to help you with that. I think that's a really good point as well that people presume oh I've got to be right at at the the edge if you will like being like I've there's no way out but actually it's, it's like you say when you're feeling you're starting to feel that way or it, you seem to be presenting as functioning you seem to be getting all your day to life with these thoughts still are in the back of your head it's, it's important to contact Hopeline and get that help that you need it absolutely is we are a service that can look at advising on how to distract you from those thoughts of suicide and we can also look at what might be triggering those thoughts as well we have a range of help and advice resources on the papyrus website such as coping strategies and distraction techniques and they can be really useful and can help our contacts to get themselves to a calmer place and get into a place of calm and being able to focus on a distraction can then empower that person to keep themselves safe people don't realise once you've ended the call with Hopeline, if you, you can contact them again. Like I think people assume when your call's ended, it's it's case closed, but you can always get it back in touch, can't you? 
Absolutely. You can contact our service as many times as you need that support and you need to keep suicide safe for now. Um, our advisors can offer a unique ID number to that person on the call so that if they do ever need to ring our service back, they can quote that number. And it just means that they won't have to share their whole story again. And the advisors will have some notes to be able to support them more efficiently. We speak to anybody who is concerned about anyone they know, that could be a friend, that could be a colleague, could be a teacher. We speak to GPs, counsellors um, and anybody who is concerned about somebody else. So, Chloe, a lot of people think after contacting Hopeline UK that that's all that you can do. But the advisors can also talk through a suicide safety plan to keep the person at risk safe, can't they? Yeah, so Hopelink is Papyrus's digital platform that is helping Hopeline UK callers to revisit their suicide safety plans online. And this is a unique two-way safety plan. It's simple to set up, it's secure and will help to save lives. It's also accessible to users 24-7, meaning that there will be support around the clock for anyone using our service. Oh, that sounds brilliant. It's really good to know that it's simple to use and it's secure. Um, so is that a confidential service for people who are contacting us? Hopelink allows young people to work confidentially with Hopeline UK's trained suicide prevention advisors, empowering them to create their own care plans, which they can later revisit. Using the Hopelink service will help to keep young people safe from suicide by acting as a reminder of the safety plan that they've talked through with our suicide prevention advisors provide a safe space where vital information and written support services are stored. So people ring Hopeline UK for all different reasons, like worrying about finances, societal pressures, to name a few, but advisors are from all different backgrounds and can help with more specific concerns, can't they? So advisors are trained to support people who are calling for all different reasons, such as financial concerns. It might be pressures of work or school life. But all advisors are trained in the same way and they all they all come with their own different backgrounds. So advisors are trained to support people who are calling for all different reasons, such as financial concerns. It might be pressures of work or school life. Advisors can tailor the support they provide and provide individualised person-centred support depending on the needs and reason for contacting the service. All of our advisors are trained in the same way. Um, we all undergo the same training. And we all come from different backgrounds, such as lived experience or any cultural backgrounds. Chloe, what do you wish people knew about Hopeline UK? I wish people knew that you don't need to be in a crisis to call Hopeline UK. So our aim is to support you to feel safe for a time that feels manageable for you. Um, it's always best to try and contact us before you feel completely overwhelmed with your thoughts of suicide. This would help both you and the advisor focus on what is important to help you overcome these thoughts. And if you did contact us in a crisis, then we would try to work with you in order that you felt able to stay safe or reach out for further support to help you with this. I wish people knew that it's okay to call if you have thought of suicide but don't want to act on them. So we're a service that can look at advising on how to distract from these thoughts of suicide, but we can also look at what might be triggering these thoughts too. We have a range of help and advice resources on the Papyrus website, such as, such as coping strategies and distraction techniques. These can be really useful and can help our contacts to get themselves to a calm place. Getting to a place of calm and being able to focus on a distraction can then empower you to keep yourself safe. So, Chloe, that sounds great. And can those resources be downloaded on the website for young people? They can, yeah. So we have a help and advice resources page. And there are a number of 
resources on there that are downloadable, such as our coping strategies and distraction techniques. And they can download these onto their phone, tablet, laptop, and they can have them there, there with them then when they need it. And there are also a lot of resources for concerned others as well, aren't there, Chloe? Yeah, so on our help and advice resources page as well, we also have something that can be really helpful for concerned others who are maybe wanting to start that conversation around suicide with that person. There are, there's lots of guides on our website and there's a conversation guide that has been created following discussions with parents who've experienced of supporting a young person struggling with their mental health. So the aim of that guide is to provide information and guidance to help parents to cope with a young person who is struggling with their thoughts and to reassure them that they're not alone. We also have our conversation starters guide available on our website that any concerned others can have a look at. I hear it a lot, teachers will come through and then they'll even say, oh yeah, I've used that guide. Um, I used it to help have a conversation. I recall a call where a parent actually called back the next day um, and they said, I used that guide and I spoke to my child last night and it was brilliant and it really helped to open up that conversation. And that's just amazing because a lot of people don't know where to start, do they? Um, so just opening up and, and having that first conversation is one of the main things that we promote, isn't it? We have a conversation starters guide available to download on our website. This provides examples of how to ask the question about suicide and the importance of encouraging that open and honest conversation in a safe space. And we understand that asking about suicide can be really scary for a lot of people, but having some examples of how to ask the important question there can be really helpful. I think a lot of young people have that worry, don't they, if they contact Hopeline UK, if they express that they're having thoughts of suicide or they're wanting to end their own life, Hopeline UK will contact parents and guardians. Yeah, we do understand that that can be a worry for young people. We also understand that it's really difficult to pick up the phone and to start that conversation. But our team are trained to guide young people through the phone call and different people may start conversations in different ways. But if a young person is worried about us contacting their parents, they can speak to the advisor about that and be reassured that we don't pass any information on. We are an anonymous and confidential service and we don't talk to parents or anybody else about the nature of that call or why young people have phoned us. There might be occasions where someone is unable to stay safe when they contact Hopeline UK and that's okay and we would always work with that person to try and keep them safe. If we're both unable to do that together we would advise that person that they need to reach out for their own emergency support and where they are unable to we would inform them that we can help them to do that. And now it's time for the questions from Hopecast listeners. This is a segment on Hopecast where our listeners and followers can ask questions on this month's Hopecast topic. Every month before we record the episode, we will post on our social media platforms the topic of the Hopecast and listeners have the opportunity to anonymously submit questions and we will discuss them with our guests. It's a great opportunity to discuss and answer those burning questions we might be hesitant to answer in person. So the first question is, If I ring up Hopeline UK, will I only have a set amount of time with an advisor? No, there's no set time with an advisor. We know that experiencing thoughts of suicide is really difficult and each person's experience is different. So for that reason, there's no set time and advisors will work with that person um, with their thoughts of suicide. A team of advisors are here to support people to stay safe, although we are a short term service because we work on keeping safe for now. 
we explore what might be impacting on people's lives and making suicide feel that it's an option for them. And once we explore what's impacting on people's thoughts of suicide and share information with them on how they can keep themselves or others safe, we will then work to empower callers to help them to find the strength and confidence to engage with more longer term support services that might be available for them. Our next question is, I lost a best friend to suicide three years ago. Am I too late to ring Hopeline UK for support? Our advisors will tend to ask the question at the start of the call. An advisor will explore what is impacting your thoughts of suicide and finding out what is impacting your thoughts of suicide is a big step. We can be aware of this impact and put things in place to distract the trigger, which will help to keep the caller safe. Although we aren't a bereavement service, we understand that losing someone to suicide can sometimes contribute to thoughts of suicide. And we can work with the caller to find further appropriate support with other services that could also help. And the last listener question is, I have social anxiety and feel uncomfortable speaking on the phone, especially about suicide. Are there any other ways that I can contact Hopeline UK? We understand for some it can be difficult to pick up the phone to start the conversation. Our team are trained to guide you through the phone call. We understand for some it can be really difficult to pick up the phone to start that conversation. And if for whatever reason you don't feel able to continue speaking, that's okay. It's up to you when you want to end the call. Just explain to the advisor that you don't want to speak anymore or that you need to go. The advisor may ask why you don't feel able to continue speaking or why you need to go, and it's up to you how much you tell them. If there is a problem with the support that you're receiving, it's helpful if you can tell us so we can try and find a solution to the problem. If you want to continue the call but for other reasons can't, let the advisor know. They will ask if you would like to leave a name against your notes for from the call so you can call back at a more convenient time and don't have to re repeat yourself on another call. You can contact Hopeline UK via phone, text, email and web chat. That was so informative I and mean, I've really learned a lot from that episode. Thank you so much Chloe for joining us. Thank you and thank you for having me. What a wonderful conversation with Chloe. I'm so glad that she could join us. I know, even though I work with Chloe every day, it's so refreshing to talk about why we both wanted to work in suicide prevention and talk about Hopeline UK in such detail on the podcast. It was great for me to watch the conversation unfold myself. I certainly learned a lot more about the work you do at Hopeline UK. Oh, that's really brilliant. And that's what it's all about. It's about educating people and clearing up those misconceptions that some people might have about our service. Stephanie, I think for me, myself, you've answered so many questions that I, that I was pinging in my head from listeners and finding out more about the service. So I'm really grateful for you both taking part. So thank you. Oh, no, thank you so much for taking the time for this month's Hopecast. And please know that Hopeline UK is here to support you. Thank you for having me, Laura, and I really enjoyed it. It was great to talk more about what Hopeline UK does, and I hope it encourages people to get in touch if they ever need it or they're worried about someone else. Please know that Hopeline UK is here to support you on 0800 068 4141. Whether you're a young person or a concerned other, trained advisors are here to help you.